Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. Just moments ago, we finished with night number two, the Sunday night of WrestleMania 38. And probably the word to best describe night number two would be fun. And pretty much from top to bottom, just a fun show overall on Sunday. A little bit different than what we saw on Saturday. I think Saturday was one of the classic nights of WrestleMania. I said it on the podcast yesterday that I thought what we saw on Saturday was top five WrestleMania of all time. And I think the best WrestleMania that we've seen since WrestleMania 30 Night number two, kind of ridiculous in a couple of different places. And I think you probably know where I'm going with that. But just fun. I mean, and that's probably what you want a little bit of when it comes to WrestleMania. Especially if you're going to get two nights of WrestleMania like we did this year. And I'm guessing we're going to get two nights of WrestleMania moving forward, which is not a bad thing. Here in uh, Texas, we got over 150,000 fans between night number one and night number two. That's legit. I was watching the news earlier this morning, and they were reporting that, again, 150,000 fans between the two nights. And listen, to me, this felt like any other WrestleMania that we used to get before the pandemic, where the whole city has the feel of WrestleMania. And you definitely got that in Arlington, Texas this year. Well over 70,000 fans for each night of WrestleMania. It's so great. And what a gift to be able to do this again. And I mentioned that this WrestleMania night number two was fun. But the way it started was epic. And that's with Triple H. Triple H came out, acknowledged the crowd. Didn't have much to say at all. um, Other than just introducing WrestleMania to the hot crowd for night number two. But the big thing and what an emotional scene of him leaving his boots in the middle of the ring, obviously signifying that his wrestling career is over. He said it on Stephen A. Smith's show uh, just a few days prior to WrestleMania, but obviously we know from him putting the boots in the middle of the ring because Triple H is definitely a pro wrestling purist. He wouldn't do that if there was any doubt that he would ever step back into a ring uh, to compete. So we've seen the era of Triple H at WrestleMania now done, and... I know there's probably a lot of people that say that Triple H did his best to get himself over throughout his career, but I definitely have to disagree. If you look at his WrestleMania career, nine wins, 
at WrestleMania, 13 losses at WrestleMania, uh, probably uh, more losses than any other competitor in the history of the WWE when it comes to WrestleMania. So if that doesn't tell you how giving Triple H was in the ring, I don't think there's anything else on the grandest stage that can tell you more than what he gave his opponents at the biggest and grandest stage of them all, WrestleMania. And he's going to be missed. There's no doubt about it. I'm sure that Bully and I are going to be talking a lot about Triple H and his career over the next couple of days on Busted Open. But, man, what a moment to start off WrestleMania. And speaking of people who are very giving, somebody who's had nine losses at WrestleMania, Randy Orton, and the pop that he got tonight, RK-Bro defending those tag team championship. What a great match that we saw. Uh, one of the biggest surprises, I think, from night number two of WrestleMania was Omos. I mean, if one of my predictions that I gave earlier was that was one of my givens. I thought Omos was definitely going to beat Bobby Lashley tonight at night number two of WrestleMania. It didn't happen. So very, very interesting because I really thought after WrestleMania they were going to pu uh, push uh, Omos to the moon, I guess that's not happening, at least for right now, with Bobby Lashley getting a clean pin over him in night number two. And then the shenanigans started, and I think everybody knows what I'm beginning with, and that's Johnny Knoxville and his match with Sami Zayn. Ridiculous story going in, but as ridiculous as the story was, it was even more ridiculous in what we saw at night number two uh, just a few hours ago. And I'm not even saying that it was bad. And this is coming some, from somebody who's not the biggest Jackass fan. I don't know all the people that are involved in the Jackass franchise. Uh, but I was around a lot of people, including Gabby, that definitely were. And were loving what they were seeing. And maybe the wrestling purist in me wasn't the biggest fan of what happened. But man, just seeing the joy and the smiles and everybody getting excited in AT&T Stadium. It's hard not to be pleased with what they were able to do is ridiculous, but definitely in the most fun way. And as I said, I think fun is the best way to describe what we saw tonight. And again, the fun continued with Pat McAfee in Austin Theory. Again, I was wrong with my prediction because I really thought that Austin Theory was going to get the win, but it was Pat McAfee. And the reason why, because of the story that they told coming out. First of all, Pat McAfee, a friend of the, of the show, a friend of Busted Open. What a cool moment to see Pat McAfee doing what he does best in the middle of that ring. Um, he's a fan, first and foremost. So what a dream come true. You know, we've seen him be a commentator on SmackDown, but to have a match at WrestleMania, that was really special and pretty awesome, especially getting a win at WrestleMania. And then Vince McMahon, he teased taking off the jacket. He took off the jacket, took off the shirt, and it was old school Vince McMahon from 23 years ago that we saw step into the ring and actually have a match with Pat McAfee. little help from Austin Theory, but just to see Vince McMahon giving Pat McAfee clotheslines in 2022 at WrestleMania, man, that was pretty amazing. And then out comes Stone Cold Steve Austin. And you talk about partying like it was 1999. We saw that with Vince McMahon and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Ridiculous? 
probably a worse sell of the stunner that than what the one that we saw over 20 years ago from Vince McMahon. I never thought that was humanly possible, but we got a pretty awful sell of the stunner from Vince McMahon tonight, but it didn't really matter. He got the beer bath. He got another chance to see Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, and to see that in Texas. Again, fun, ridiculous, but fun. And then we get to the main event the one that we've been waiting for, and that is Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. And I think probably anybody who is making predictions when it came to Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, I don't think a lot of people picked Brock Lesnar because why would you think Brock was going to win? As much as Brock has been entertaining, as much as Brock has showed a different side of himself uh, in the last few months leading to this match at WrestleMania 38, Roman Reigns is the guy. And Roman Reigns unified the WWE Championship and what we saw with the Universal Championship. And now he is the man. He is a made man in the WWE. Where the, this is going to lead, I thought maybe there was a slim chance that we might see The Rock tonight. Didn't happen. And you got pretty much a clean win, or as close as a clean win that you were going to get in this matchup with Roman Reigns beating Brock Lesnar. You had the ref bump. You had Paul Heyman get involved, throwing that title into the ring. And you got a little bit of interference. But you know what? At the end of the day, the spear, and one, two, three. And I get it. I know that you got a little bit of help from Paul Heyman. But that was as close to a dominant or clean victory that you were going to get from Roman Reigns. And you did get the interference from Heyman. He pushed in that ring to help Roman Reigns break that Kimura lock. And maybe that's going to be the story coming out of here. And we're going to find out what we're going to get from Brock Lesnar moving forward. Are we going to get as much of Brock Lesnar as we had the last couple months leading in to WrestleMania 38? Only time will tell, but Roman Reigns stands victorious. And we're going to talk a lot about what we saw. As I said, when you put night one and night two together, I, I think it was the best WrestleMania weekend that we saw since New Orleans at WrestleMania 30. Of course, Bully and I are going to break it down. I can't wait to do it. Can't wait to talk to the Busted Open Nation on Monday morning. It's going to be one hell of a show. And we're going to be live in, in really just a few hours. Uh, so this is just a little bit of a tease until we get to our three-hour show on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Myself and Bully Ray talking about the entire weekend that was. We're at WrestleMania 38, starting with our party on Saturday afternoon, the Dave LaGreca roast, which was absolutely phenomenal. Again, thank you to the nation. Over a thousand fans showed up to our party on Saturday afternoon. An epic night number one of WrestleMania. A lot of show stealers coming out of that. And probably the show stealer uh, is the one that everybody expected in night number two. And that's Edge and AJ Styles. What a great match between those two and we're kind of getting something that is a little bit a little similar to what we're seeing in AEW with Aleister Black and at House of Black because it seems like Edge is starting to gain some friends with his new persona and his new character with Damian Priest coming out and aligning himself with Edge at the end of that match very very interesting stuff from Edge but a classic put on between Edge and AJ Styles and slowly but surely AJ Styles is kind of getting that WrestleMania moniker as far as being Mr. WrestleMania if you think about it since Shawn Michaels you know retired after his second 
confrontation with The Undertaker at WrestleMania 26, AJ Styles has kind of taken the reins with that. You think about the matches that he had with Nakamura, with Chris Jericho, with Shane McMahon. I mean, classic matches that he's had and another classic last night with Edge. I mean, just a tremendous match and to me, the best match of WrestleMania night number two. But as I said, we're going to break it down. Me and Bully Ray, Monday morning, Sirius XM, Fight Nation Channel 156. We'll talk to you then right here. I'm Busted Open. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.